Hey lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life, but I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. And the beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. Episode 31, Thankful Thursday. It's a thing. Hey guys. So when you listen to this, it won't be Thursday. I'm sorry. Um, More than likely you are a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday person. And while I'm recording this on Thursday, it will not actually publish until Sunday. But there's nothing wrong with having a little thankful Thursday on a Sunday and definitely on a Monday because we know how Mondays can wear us out. But I kind of wanted to to talk to you a little bit about the thankful Thursday movement and just how it spills over into a whole nother realm of just gratitude. Um, I don't know, maybe like a year or so ago, I started um, posting you know, what I'm thankful for on Thursdays with my um, small group. And it has just become not a routine as in it gets stale, but it has become a routine of, you know, posting, hey, this is what I'm thankful for and asking them what they're thankful for. And it just overwhelms me because, first of all, they definitely put a lot of thought into it. And that's what it's about. It's about reflecting and really honing in on those things that we're grateful to God for. And so as I read, like all of the posts today that we had in our little group, me, um, I don't know, it just kind of really like made me think about a few different things. One, like, it just blows my mind that we're here, right? That, you know, four girls um, decided that we needed more. And here comes this group that now we actively see 13, 14 people, you know, every Tuesday assembled in my home. It just, one, it's a manifestation of something that God showed me probably in one of the darkest times that I've had to encounter um, thus far. And he definitely made good on his promise to me in that. But it just takes you out of such a selfless place, right? Like when you are, you know, going before God with others or on the behalf of others, like you have to think through what that looks like, right? So one, it it makes you want to clear out all the junk that you got going on because even if God looks at you with the side eye like, girl, guy, if you're listening, yeah, let's clean all that up. It definitely gives you a whole sense of, Lord, help me be better. Help me be all of what you desire me to be so I can be all of what you need me to be for these individuals that you have, you know, not just given me, but giving us as a whole to walk through life with. So it's it's a whole situation. Um, but I was thinking about something that, that we talked about um, two nights ago. So, you know, I'm so excited. We have two of the ladies that are in 
you know, my group that are expecting. So we are going to literally have two babies that are like a couple of weeks apart. And, you know, when the second announcement came, like my heart, excuse me, just got so full because I was thinking about, you know, a year ago when the group um, was actually formed um, as an official group with the church that we're affiliated with. And I remember sitting in the the leadership um, class and there was a, a dear lady that was sitting next to me and she asked me, she said, you know, what is it that you want me to be praying for for your group? And I don't know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's going on. If I had just come off of a conversation with some of the ladies, but you know, there was a lot of conversation about being able to bear children and, you know, kind of getting healed from some things to be able to move forward. And, you know, just knowing that there were a few other people in the group that had some difficult pregnancies. So it was on my heart to tell her that, hey, I want you to pray for, you know, these desires that are on my group members' hearts to become mothers, some to have second children, whatever the case is, you know, that was just a huge thing. And so when I think about fast forward, you know, one, we've had another baby that was born. Um, and then we have two that will be born in the next upcoming year. And I know that the Lord isn't done and he's not um, done with all of the many blessings and miracles that, you know, these women are standing and believing on. And so it just really did something for me and my faith because, you know, I've shared with you guys about desiring to be married again and becoming a mom and look, pause right there because this is a thankful moment also. You know, God just doesn't sleep on nothing, right? And so I don't want anyone who ever listens to me to think that, you know, those specific prayers are not important, but when you lay some desires before God, you have to understand that he knows how to fulfill them better than anybody else. So I think about, you know, my, my desire for to, to be, you know, a parent and God has put so many different children in my pathway that I've been able to flex that that mama arm, whether it's my friends' kids, you know, the the boys that I so lovingly talk about who they're not like, you know, children, but hey, I'm getting all the practice in. I'm learning how to deal with teenagers, young adults, toddlers, you know, my niece and nephew, elementary age kids, like you name it. I have probably had a a fun encounter with kids in every age group, in every stage of life. So God definitely says, okay, so you want kids. Let me see how ready you are. So he has definitely put some fun people in my life. So thank you, Lord, for listening to me and getting me right on together. And little funny joke, we think we're prepared for parenthood hey don't rush it and here i am the 38 year old that has been on this whole i want a baby i want a baby but it has been so beautiful to me that god has just shown me just how more of work it is one that needs to happen on the inside of me and then two just what that looks like in actual execution so thank you god for the little mini lessons i get it 
I'm waiting patiently. Um, but going back to my point about, you know, the d- desires of your heart. So when I think about fast forward, like that, that prayer that me and that, um, and that lady had was just so sincere and so heartfelt and organic and all of that. And so, you know, fast forward, like, it was almost like I should have never even wondered whether or not it was going to come to pass, right? We have two believers that are standing there, you know, in unity, going before God with the desires of our heart and the desires happen to be for someone else. And so one of the things that I appreciate the most about that journey and just this journey that I've had, you know, in this leadership role is just being able to allow God to transform me. And I, that was what I put in my Thankful Thursday little post, transform me so I can like love people differently, so I can engage them differently, so I can love them daringly. I think that's what I said. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's so easy for us to embrace those that, you know, have been given to us, whether biologically or, you know, our inner circle or whatever the case is. But what does it look like when you allow yourself to love on people that have nothing to do with any of that, right? That may have fell into your lap by chance or may have fell, you know, in your circle by some accidental something and you accepting the charge and like walk through it and say, you know what, God, I'm not quite sure what this assignment is about, but I know how you love me with no restrictions. So I'm going to show whomever that I can love them without any restrictions. And so this Thankful Thursday um, podcast It's a little about that, but a lot about, you know, just really being grateful for the opportunity to stand in the gap for those individuals that have crossed my path. And you know what? The other thing that that really just grabs me is maybe a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to a couple of sermons by Pastor Darius Daniels, who I absolutely love, right next to my own pastor. So shout out to Pastor Jonathan too. But he was on this series on um, kind of what to expect at work. So I think one of the sermons was like um, conniving co-workers and warfare in the workplace or something like that. But what I appreciated about that is that, you know, sometimes we take for granted what our assignment is on our job. And it's like it's a job. It pays the bills. We come home. And you know what? For the average person, you're absolutely right. And even for us, sometimes it's the 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 means to an end, right? But when you really hear some teaching like that and really take inventory that we are the hands and feet of Jesus, what does that look like when you go to work, right? What do those conversations look like with the people that you're encountering? Do they see, you know, the Christ in you? Do they see, and this isn't that you go there perfect, that you go there and you, you know, you do everything right. I mean, we are human. We fall short often. That's why we need Jesus 24-7. But when a person walks away from you, do they really see the, the essence of you? And I think sometimes we're so afraid to let people know 
who we are and what we are about. Because I think so often, you know, we get really afraid about, you know, standing up and saying, hey, this is who I am. And I'll give you guys a little HR nugget as your resident HR expert. I'm not, but for sake of this, because that's my job, I'll say I am. The The danger comes in when you decide that you want to impose what you believe onto someone else and hold them accountable to that in order to X, Y, and Z, right? But me having a conversation with someone and telling them about my faith and, you know, my church and what I do and all of that, I think one, it opens up a healthy conversation. And then two, it also gives me the opportunity to do what I'm supposed to do, right? And that's to, to let people know about Jesus. And we've all learned a way to do it that is not so offensive. And it's funny, um, I think I mentioned on a podcast, a leadership retreat that I went to a couple of weeks ago. And that was one of the things that was talked about is like, how do you engage people um, when you're trying to let them know about Christ? And the whole theme of it was, is making sure that we are not overbearing and belligerent. And, you know, if you don't accept him now, you're going to go to hell and that's just going to be it. But how do we really allow people to see us and la- allow those relationships to build? And when the opportunity arises, that conversation is so organic, so natural so intentional that you know the individual who may have you know resisted just kind of walked right into it just because we presented ourselves in the right manner to to say you know what I love you brother I love you sister and you know hey I want to engage you I want to know about you and and your life and all of that but nonetheless you know I wanted to insert that little plug about you know We can be all of who we need to be while at work and not being afraid to do that. And I will tell you, it has been probably the most overwhelming thing to me that the job that I've been on, I mean, even the one before this one, those conversations have been so organic and not being able, not being afraid to like pull someone in and say, hey, you know, I know that you're having a tough time. Do you mind if I pray with you? And again, it's their choice. But to me, if you're coming to me, hey, I'm going to give you all of what I can in the natural. But in the same token, I am okay with letting you know, hey, when I run up against a problem, whether it's work, it's personal, it's um, whatever the case is, that this is my means of coping. This is how I come to solutions. You know, I pray, I read the Bible, whatever the case. And if you want that from me, if you want me, whatever, then I don't mind, hey, pulling you in my office, closing the door, and here we go. And literally nine out of 10 times, the other person has been so reciprocal. And I remember, and then trust me, guys, we're going to get to the scripture in a second. I remember standing downstairs at my workplace and um, a fairly new employee, and I say new, maybe she's been there six months. Um, she was talking about our job and just, you know, the, how things were going and things were feeling good. And she said, you know, there's probably a lot of people that are on their knees praying about it. And I kind of like gave her that look like, girl, yes. And we started this conversation about our faith and about Christ and, you know, and how many other people that she's talked to 
at the job who have professed the same things and how many people I have. And it just became a whole situation. And it all stems from being comfortable with having the conversation. And so when I think about, you know, a scripture that, you know, you guys have heard, I have heard, and it's to me the conclusion of a very, you know, heartfelt story. And it's in the book of Job. And I and I'm sure everyone understands the the hardships that Job I'm sorry, that Job went through with losing his family, losing everything, the 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 demands that his wife put on him about what he should do in the face of adversity and what his friends came to say and just the whole dynamic is tough. So when you think that you're going through something and everything is stacked up against you, you definitely can spend some time in the book of Job and say, I got a friend out there who knows exactly how rough it can get. But the 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 verse that just really grabs me is Job 42 and 10. And each version of this, in all honesty, essentially says the same thing. So it doesn't matter the adaptation that you take on. You're going to walk away understanding exactly what's happening here. And so I'm going to read the New Living Translation. And again, that's Job 42 and 10. It says, when Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. How does that make you feel? So again, if you don't know the story, I challenge you to go back and and, and read it and spend some time with it and understand all of what happened in, in his life and how at the end of it, through all of that, he could say, that Lord, whatever his prayers, I wasn't there, so I don't want to misquote it, but to be able to go before God on someone else's behalf in the midst of what's going on. How many times have we all done that? And I will be the first to raise my hand and say that I'm so grateful to God that there has been a transformation on the inside of me that has helped me, one, address my selfishness head on, and I'm not ashamed to say it, afraid to say it. Hey, there's no condemnation here that I'm going to accept. It was a thing. And I believe that with every encounter that I've had with people over the past, I don't know, four or five years, I've began to really understand the significance of a verse like this. And here's the thing. Be careful. It isn't to, you know, insincerely pray so God can do something for you. Like, Lord, let me pray for Susie, you know, Keisha and all of them so you can do something for me. It's all about being selfless in that, you know what though? If I have breath to breathe, right? And I am above ground, I can go to the Lord on someone else's behalf, irregardless to what my situation is, right? And you will never, ever understand. If you've never encountered this, I pray that you do. You'll never know what it feels like to be able to remove you because what that does is you're telling God that, you know what, God, you got my problems. You got that already sewed up. You already know what I need. You already taking care of it. 
So I don't need to stand here and just go over every little thing that I need you to take hold of. I am going to put that to the side because you know what though? My friend or my coworker or my church member or you know the parent on my son's team or whatever may not know you like I know you. So Lord God, I place their name, their situation at the foot of the throne and I give it to you and you will never ever know just how freeing that is to be able even for a brief moment to be able to say that and sincerely go to God on someone else's behalf especially when you're going through something it changes a whole lot and I think about you know going back to you know the 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 women that are announcing that they are you know having kids and all of that there's still some people in my group that haven't seen that manifest yet but the biggest thing that they can show the enemy is that it doesn't matter what's going on outside of me I trust God I'm going to rejoice with them I'm going to be excited for them I'm going to praise God for what he's doing in their life because if he can do it for them he can do it for me and that's the name of this game and so you know In all of my thankfulness, like being able to witness these things in the lives of the people that I care about is so amazing. It increases my faith because when you have been able to pray for someone and you've been able to talk to them and hear, you know, their heart and their frustration and their, you know, their eagerness to just keep pressing and what it is that they're believing God for manifest, like that just excites me and it does something for me. And it just increases my gratitude for the God we serve in that he is doing things. He is making miracles happen. He is all over the place. He is meeting every need and It's going to be my time when it's my time. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I get to see it out loud in other people's lives. Because just like how this scripture says, I will continue to pray for them, not in looking for something in return for myself, but because God has came and re purposed my heart and what I mean by repurpose is is that it's not a heart that just wants what it wants for me but it's a heart that wants so much more for other people because as we know that the more people that are healed and made whole and set free unapologetically free the more that they can do for the kingdom right and if that is what we are professing to want to be the the hands and feet of Jesus and want to be able to see his kingdom grow then we have to get out of our get out of the way and stop making it be about us because we are one right so when I think about you know the the 12 or 13 ladies that are in my group like we talked about this it is so important that all 12 of them are healed hold set free delivered out of bondage on fire because just me desiring it for myself is not enough it's making me think also about the the leadership retreat that 
um, that I went to when the message was about making disciples to make disciples to make disciples. So none of it do I want to stop with me. None of what I'm talking about. I don't want my podcast to just hit five people. I wanted to hit 35 people, not to give to Mia a name, but to make sure that whatever it is that someone needs to hear in order to get to the next level that they hear it. So I can't be quiet, right? I can't stop recording. I can't stop praying for other people. I can't stop engaging and teaching and all of that because the message is making disciples to make disciples to make disciples. Like my heart, mind, soul, and spirit was so in line with that message because it's true. So often we get so excited about what it is that God is doing for us. And it's great. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, is that enough? Like, no, I want to see everyone that I come in contact with, even people that have probably drove me crazy, wore me out. I want to see them get to the next level, whether it's, you know, personally, spiritually, professionally, you know, relationally, whatever it is, like my desire is that we all go higher because I know what that's going to do for the kingdom when we have more people that are really living out loud and fulfilling their purpose. So, As you guys go back and reflect on that scripture and you think about the magnitude of it, not for selfish reasons, Lord, I'm going to pray for them so I can get something, but just how important it is that we all should be standing in the gap, really lifting up others because we know that the stronger we are, the more that we can do for the kingdom of God. The stronger we are, the more we can impact the world. The stronger we are, the more that we will be able to impact the generation generations to come. So on this thankful Thursday, I am thankful for the transformation of thought, heart, mind, to be able to think of others, love on others, and want other people to find their place and their purpose, because I know I ultimately will reap the benefits of God's kingdom growing, right? That means more people that I encounter out there will have heard about Jesus and how they act, how they think, how they, you know, go about their day to day will look different because they've now been impacted by someone else. So I challenge you guys to take this and just let it sit on your heart and ask yourself, am I willing to put me aside to be able to think of others, love on others, pray for others. And hopefully that will deepen your thoughts around what you're thankful for. And you'll find that the things that you're thankful for are far bigger than just those things that you've just wanted and desired for yourself. Hey guys, I'm so excited that we had these few moments to just catch up. And my prayer is, is that you don't just think of your thankfulness and your gratitude on Thursday, but that you are actually taking time out each and every day to stop, be still and start reflecting over all the things that are going well, because so often we can take the time to stack up everything that's against us, right? But we have so much more to be thankful for. And I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful that you continue to listen in, give feedback, share the podcast. I believe wholeheartedly that 
When this first was created, who knew what it was going to be? But I'm grateful that you guys are seeing something that I may have not been able to see myself. But until next time, have a great day on purpose.